Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Turn with us tonight to the book of Exodus, chapter number 33. Exodus, chapter number 33. Um, grateful in my heart for the presence of the Lord tonight. Appreciate the good spirit of God and the singing, the prayers and what God's doing. Um, Appreciate the Holy Spirit. Exodus chapter number 33. Going to begin at verse number 11 and we'll read quickly down uh, through the remaining parts of the chapter. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have... Found grace in thy sight. Show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. Father, thank you for your word. We pray earnestly that you would speak unto us tonight. May your voice be, Lord, strong and clear in every heart, in every soul, Father, that's here Know your presence, but mostly, God, we pray for the sinner, for that one that may not be ready to meet you. May there be a clear understanding of their condition tonight. May they know their loss. Lord, that they know, God, that you can save them. We trust you now in all of this as we pray for thy unction. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to use tonight as a text, verse number 20, 
and 21, and he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there should no man see me and live. The Lord said, in verse 21, Behold, there is a place by me. There is a place by me. Up until this point, Moses had conversed with God, and we read in your hearing where the Bible said that the Lord spake unto Moses as a man speaks to a friend. Now, to me, that's a a picture of God's grace in its finest. Uh, This is the same God that when his voice spoke, it caused many to fall on their face and tremble. Some thought it thundered in the New Testament and when the Lord would speak and certainly a terrifying thing. I don't know that I've ever heard the voice of the Lord audibly and I don't know if I can stand it. But the Bible said when he spoke to Moses that he spoke to him as one that speaks to a friend. He spoke to him in a calm way, a normal way, a way that Moses could converse back and forth with him and not be terrified out of his mind. I I still find it fascinating that Moses was able to bear it. But the Lord spoke unto Moses from a cloud. Now Moses couldn't see God, and, and, and rightly so, we know why. He couldn't see God. He couldn't behold God. Not just, just being in the presence that we know of, chapter number 34, when he comes off the mountain and has the tablets of stone, why the people of God couldn't even look on him. His countenance had been changed by just having been exposed for that brief moment, that second of time. His countenance, was, his own fleshly countenance was changed and he glowed. He, they couldn't look on him. He was so bright. They had to put a veil over Moses. Help me as you pray tonight because we need to see this. The Bible said that God spoke to him through the cloud, but Moses desired something more. And I don't know about you tonight, but I want to find just as much of him as I can. And you're not going to find it in the world. You won't find it absenting yourself from the word of God and the spirit of God and the prayers to God, all of those things will be required. You, you don't find treasure laying on the, uh, the, the front side of the earth. You got to dig deep for it. You got to go down for those things that are life-changing and altering, things that will change you as an individual, things that will make you closer to God. And I believe the children of God every, always be looking for that good place, that place that is by him. The Bible said there as Moses uh, made his petition unto God. He said, I want to see your glory. I desire to see you, your glory. And God told him, he said, uh, you can't see me and live. But he said, I'm going to show you my goodness. I'm going to show you something that uh, will certainly help you and change you. Oh, what a wonderful thing today to know that God wants us to know him. God wants us to see him. He wants us to experience his glory and his fullness, and he wants us to be changed by it. What he told Moses there, and it will be our text tonight from verse number 21, he said, you can't look upon me. He said, but there's a place by me. And I want to think about that place tonight, a place by him. The place that uh, is close to the Lord, a place, a friend, that... Uh, God said to Moses, he said, this is a place, the place where I'm going to put you will be a place that will allow you to experience my goodness and my glory. The Bible said, and I want to share this tonight about the place 
that it was a solid place. It was a solid place. The scripture said, the Lord told him, he said, where I'm going to put you is on a solid rock. Now, I don't know about you, but the day I got saved, I got put in a place by him. (laughs) And I seen just a bit of his glory then, and I've seen a bit since then. And I've ever wanted to be by him. Uh, Moses stood one time, the Bible said, as there was a conflict between the people. He said, everybody that's on the Lord's side, let them come over here. The Bible said all the Levites, they began to assemble over by Moses, and then God uh, began to thin out them that were against him. I want you to know, friend, that the best place you'll ever be is by the Lord. If you can find the place, you see, where you can uh, experience the glory of God, it's not a building, you see. Uh, it's, it's not something that's temporal or earthly. It's not a, a place, friend, that you'll find in this world. But I'm talking about a spiritual place where the glory of God comes down and you'll be changed by being in his presence. I'm glad, friend, that I have been in the presence of God. Never seen him with my eyes, thanks be to God, but I will one day. I'll get to see him one day when this body is translated, transformed, and friend, transfigured and moved into his presence. I'm going to get to see the good glory of God in person. Oh, but there's a place down here There is a place by the Lord that I believe he wants you to get. I want you to understand tonight that being born again is moving from where you are to the place by him. Amen. It is a change spiritually from one place to another. He would tell Nicodemus, he said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is spirit. May I say to you today uh, that the very moment I got saved, when I I began to obey the call of God to be born again, I stood up from that pew back there and I made my way to an altar. And brother, sometime between there and here, I found myself in the presence of the Lord. I found the place by him. And oh, it seems that our soul since that day has longed for that place ever since. Now, I hope to God that you've found it. I hope you're saved tonight. You may be here and you may be lost. Listen, you may, you may know for the first time in your life tonight that you're lost. You may have been deceived. You may have thought you'd been saved. You may have been wondering all these years why you couldn't stick with God. But may I say to you today, being born again will change everything about you because when you get saved, friend, you change places. Amen. You go from where you were to the place by him. Now, what he told Moses was, he said, number one, it's a solid place. Amen. It is a place that is unshakable. It's unmovable. It's a solid rock, he said, and that's what I'm going to put you on is that solid rock. Well, may I say to you today that that's Jesus and that's where the place is. Friend, if you want to be by God, you're going to have to be by Jesus. He said, it's a solid rock. And he said, I'm going to put you on it. Furthermore, not only is it a solid place, he said, but it's a safe place. He said, it's a cleft in the rock. It's actually a place that's just big enough, I believe, for a man I believe he said it was just big enough for you. Amen. I don't believe it was a cave. I just believe it was a place in the rock that was hewn out 
or maybe a crevice in the rock that was only big enough for old Moses to get in there. And I believe that old rock covering, I believe it just barely left an opening in it as my mind sees it. But I want you to know it was a place by him. That's what the Lord said. He said, I'm going to put you in a place by me. It'll be solid and it'll be safe, but it'll also be sure. He said to him, he said, now when I pass by, he said, I'm even going to put my hand over that rock. He said, I'm going to make sure that you only see what you can see and live. I want you to know, friend, that God wants me, I believe, to have all I can have of him. And if you're getting anything less than that, friend, you've let the devil cheat you tonight. There's a good place that you can get to spiritually, but friend, it's in God. It ain't in this world. Amen. Thanks be to God. It ain't about what I've done or what I've not done. It's about being with Jesus. The Bible said in the book of Acts that the people took note because the disciples had been with Jesus. They could tell something was different about them. They could tell that they had been with him. Their their speech betrayed them. Everything they did was what the Lord had told them to do. Friend, they were living in the presence of God and it was a special place for them to be. Oh, we've got a lot of people today that need to get into the place by him. They need to get near Jesus. They need to change where they're at right now, and they need to make a decision, and they need to come forward and find that place that is solid and safe and sure. Oh, how I wish tonight that you could experience what I experience every time that I get near him. And some of you know what I'm talking about, surely. Amen. As you begin to seek God in prayer and your heart begins to long for him, I believe there's times in our lives that we're ushered right in, amen, to the presence of God. Amen. As much of it as we can stand, there's a place by the Lord, friend, that'll change you if you're willing to go there. Bible said that Moses got to see something none of us else have seen in the flesh. And he only saw a little part, the back part. He only saw a little bit, just, just a slipper, just what God would allow him to see and live. And yet what happened to him when he left and walked off that mountain, it had transformed old Moses. Oh, he wanted to see his glory, and God said, I got a place by me. I want you to know that what he offered to Moses, he's offered to all of us. Think of it this way. The Bible said that when old Jacob had gone down and, and there he was for 14 years working for Laban, for his, Laban's two daughters, and finally got both of them married and God came to old Jacob and he told him, he said, if you'll return back, he said, there's a place. He said, I need you to go. He said, and if you'll go there, he said, I'll dwell with you. And he said, I'll help you. I want you to know, friend, that serving God's a decision you've got to make every day. Now, I ain't getting saved every day, but I do have to choose whether or not I'm going to search for God, whether or not I'm going to live for God and walk with God, whether I'm going to live in a way that allows the Holy Spirit of God in my life to move me into the place that is nearest to him. Friend, we've got a decision to make. Jacob had a decision to make when he had finally had all he could take, amen, got to the end of his rope, and God laid it out for him. He said, if you'll leave that place and you'll return unto the country which I send you, he said, I will help you. No, Jacob left there. The Bible said when he got to the Ford Jaddock, he spit up his family sent his family, sent Leah and her children, Rachel and her children, split them up, and there they went different directions. 
The Bible said that old, old Jacob, he went up on the mountain there. Bethel, I believe it was the same place where he had seen that ladder that night as he laid and dreamed and saw them angels going up and coming down, woke up terrified, realizing that he had found the place where God come to the world. And the Bible said that he ran from there because he feared God. But I want you to know that when them 14 years was over, he's ready to run back. Amen. You might be to that place tonight where you're tired of carrying the weight of this world. You're tired of carrying the burdens of this life. You're tired of being alone in this world and you're ready to make a move for God tonight there's a place for you there's a place for you amen but it's going to require you go from where you are now to somewhere else amen it won't happen if you just sit there if you reject that opportunity and you, you, you excuse yourself from that opportunity friend you're going to miss it you're going to miss the opportunity to be near Jesus the Bible said upon the mountain there he wrestled with God. And we know he wrestled according to the scripture with the angel of the Lord, which was the pre-incarnate Christ, I've no doubt in my mind. Because when old Jacob asked him, said, who are you? And he said, you don't need to ask who I am. He knew who he was. Amen. And he told Jacob, and he said, by the way, you're not Jacob anymore. I'm going to give you a new name. The only one I know gives new names is Jesus he told old Jacob, he said, but the day's coming. He said, indeed, turn me loose. He said, I ain't turn you loose till you bless me. I'll tell you right now, if you want a blessing, you can have it. But you know where you're going to get your blessing? It'll be by him. Amen. You'll have to be by him to get your blessing tonight. Amen. There's so many people, how sorry I feel for those tonight that live excluding themselves from the presence of the Lord when you can be in a place that is by him. I ain't trading with you. Amen. I ain't swapping with you. You can't have my place. It's mine. Amen. When he invites me to a place by him, it's my place by him. It ain't yours. I don't have to share it with nobody. Amen. It is mine. And I tell you, I like being in that place. Now, there's times that I get out from it, and I get in a place, and I'll get in a bad way or get in a bad shape. But I'll tell you right now, I done learned, I done figured out that if I want peace, I go back to that place. I go back to the place where the Lord is. Brother, he's never left me, but I've walked away from him. Oh, we need to go back. Jacob went back and he found the blessings of God. God told him, he said, if you'll just go back. He said, I'll bless you. I'll bless you. God did. Bible said old Naomi got down there in Moab, lost everything she had, lost her husband, both of her children, left with two daughters-in-laws of that land, and she told them to go back home. But somebody told her she could go back to Bethlehem because the bread was there. Amen. The, the harvest had come back in. The famine was over. Somebody told Naomi, you can go back now. And old Naomi finally made up her mind. You know where she had never been blessed? In Moab. If she'd have stayed where she was, she'd have lived destitute, broken, and never been restored. But I tell you, she went back home. She went back to Bethlehem, amen. When she walked into the town, they said, why, is that Naomi? She said, don't call me Naomi no more. Call me Mara, for my soul is in bitterness. I want you to know she was broken, but she was going back home. I want you, there ain't no place better than the place by him. Amen. 
They only got to see God work in a miraculous and gracious way. And before the year was up, Ruth had been married to old Boaz and was expecting a child. And that young and that would be born would be the great grandfather of the King David. I'll tell you right now, you say, is it good by the Lord? I'll tell you, there ain't no place better. I wish tonight that I could in some way compel your heart to see what a place this is that I'm talking about. It's a spiritual place, friend, that God wants you to be in. Oh, there's so many Christians tonight that live on just on the outside of the good place. They're playing around out there. They're living in a way that they can't really experience the goodness of God, the power of God, the presence of God. Oh, if we could just see tonight how good it is by him, the place by him. Oh, it's a place, friend, that if you're willing, he'll bring you into that spot. Oh, see, tonight as, as the prodigal found himself in the hog house, but when he realized that he could go back to the big house, hey, man, he just made a decision. Hear me now. He couldn't get there if he hadn't have gone home. Huh? Go help those people there tonight that are out there. They want to be back in the place where they can feel God. They can sleep at night. They experience the presence of his peace throughout their hearts and their life all day long. But friend, you can't get it living in Moab. You can't get it in the hog pen of the world. It will not be there. You cannot, as a child of God, find comfort in this world. As a child of God, your soul will forever long for the good place. Because you've been there. And when you got saved, you went there. He didn't start you somewhere out on the outskirts of his presence. No, when you was born again, you were by him. What happened to you? What happened Prodigal brother, let me let me be clear. He was a son, right? He wasn't he wasn't lost. He was a saved one. He was a child of the father, and yet he found himself out in the pig pen of this world. Ultimately destitute, lost everything he had. Amen. Lost his good testimony. Lost his name, and there he was with nothing else to live for. I promise you, friend, there ain't a place that is better than the place by him. And what he come to, what he said to himself was, he said, "At my father's house, he said, even the servants have got what they need." And he made up his mind. He said, I'm going to go back to my father's house. You say, where's he going? He said, I'm going to be by him. Here's what I know. Where my father is, that's where the good stuff stuff is. That's where the place I want to be. He made up his mind that he wasn't willing to live any longer in this place. And he went back to the place by the father. And when the father saw him... Oh, the picture of grace and forgiveness. When the father saw him, he ran down there and wrapped his arms around him. Amen. He told the servants, he said, get him a robe. Amen. He said, get him some shoes. Get him a ring, my ring. He said, put it back on him. 
kill the padded calf. He said, we're going to celebrate for my son that was once lost is now found. Amen. He was dead, but now he's alive. You say, how in the world did all that happen? Because this young man remembered that there's a good place and all he had to do was to go back to it. I'm telling you tonight, God will forgive you if you'll confess your sin. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Brother, there's a place by God for you. There's a place for you. You've been been slipped a counterfeit. Somebody, you listen to me tonight. You've been slipped a counterfeit in believing that there is peace in this world apart from being beside Jesus. Listen, you're living off of borrowed goods. It won't do you. It'll run out. It's going to fail you. It won't sustain you. It can't give you peace in the times of your trouble. It will not do what the prodigal realized. He said, I ain't worthy to be his son. But he said, maybe he'll let me be his servant. I don't, I don't know about you, but I've been there, and I've made that choice, and I've made my decision, and I have went back to God, and I said, I'll just be your servant. And brother, he has always put me right back beside him. He wants you to be in the place by him. The prodigal found it. The Bible said, O legion possessed with devils. The scripture said when Jesus cast them out, there were 2,000 of them, or at least 2,000 swine that were possessed by them that ran off the cliff into the sea. Now that's a man who's possessed. But you know where he dwelt at? He dwelt in the tombs. He dwelt in the places of the dead. I'm telling you right now, a lot of Christian people are living out there in the places of the dead. They, they, they dwell in where the dead people dwell. You say, who are the dead people? They're the ones that's dead in their sins and trespasses that ain't been born again and made a living through the work of Jesus Christ in their own heart. They're dead in their own sins tonight. There are people today that are born again believers that are living in the land of the dead. And they're trying to make it out there. And every night they lay their head on the pillow. They can't sleep well. Their heart bothers them. Their conscience bothers them. They're guilty in their soul because they, they know they need to repent and they need to get right with God and they need to go back home. And where we find old Legion was, the Bible said, I pray that when Jesus cast the devils out of him and pray when the men from the town come out there, they found old Legion. Where'd they find him at? They found him clothed in his right mind and sitting at the feet of Jesus. I don't know where you like to be, but that's my place. That's where I like to go, right there. And by the way, he said that I can come into the throne room of grace with boldness, amen, because my name's been written down. I'm an heir to God and a joint heir with Christ. I'm a born-again believer, and I have a right to be in the place with him. There he was clothed and in his right mind, sitting at the feet of Jesus. Tell me he'd found a good place. He'd found it. The Bible said when Jesus, they, they was afraid of him. They told Jesus to leave. So Jesus, he, he, he went back down to the boat. Jesus climbing in the boat, he turned, and there was old Leach right behind him. Huh? He said, no, I need you to stay here. 
I need you to go back in there and tell everybody what I did for you. Go back and tell the whole town. You know where Legion wanted to stay? Right by him. Amen. He wanted to stay right by him. You know who that reminds me of? The Bible said there was an old man lay, lay by the roadside begging. He couldn't see from birth. He was blind. The Bible said his name was Bartimaeus. And the Bible said somebody said Jesus is coming. Jesus, yeah, the healer's coming. He's coming through here. No part of mass began to scream. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I'd like to say it about 20 times until you just thought I was obnoxious because I want you to know that's how Bartimaeus was saying it. He didn't care who heard it. He didn't care what was said. He didn't care when they said, shut up, man. He ain't going to deal with you. He didn't care. He kept Calling on Jesus. You know what happened? The Bible said that Jesus stopped. And Jesus said, you remember what he said to him? He told told his disciples, he said, bring him to me. You wonder where the place is I'm talking about. It's with Jesus. The Bible said... They changed their tune. They looked at old Bartimaeus. Hey, he wants to see you now. We're going to take you to him. Took old Bartimaeus to him. He asked him, he said, what can I do for you? He said, that I might receive my sight. I'd like to see And the Bible said that Jesus gave him his sight. And Jesus carried on on his way. You know what he said Bartimaeus did? Said he followed him. Would you follow him? I'm still following him. Amen, because he made me to see one day. I was blind. I was full of the devils, and he changed me. And I'll tell you right now, I've never longed in my soul for another place, but that place by him, that place by him. The Bible said the apostle Paul, as he was breathing out slaughterings, had letters in his pockets to go and to persecute the church. The Bible said on the road to Damascus, Amen. The Holy Spirit of God, Jesus himself, spoke. The Bible said that it knocked every one of them off their beast. They all fell to the ground. That The rest of them thought it was thundering. They, they, they could tell something was going on, but they couldn't make out what was being said. And yet God spoke, the Lord spoke to Paul. And he said, Saul, he said, isn't it hard for you to kick against the priest? You know what he was saying to him? He said, I got a place for me. I've got a place for you, Paul, and it's right by me. I want you to come be by me, Paul. I want you to know, friend, that he wanted to change old Saul that day, and he did. He told him that the Lord, he told him, he said, Lord, he said, what would you have me to do? He said, I want you to go from here. And he said, go, go on into there. And, and, and he said, go to the street called Straight. He said, you're going to find a house. And one time, and I believe the tanner, he said, and he said, you go in there, and he said, you wait. There's a man, Ananias, going to come. And he's going to talk to you. The Bible said that he was blind. Now, Paul had a choice to make, didn't he? The Lord told him, he said, you want to be by me? He said, I'm going to tell you what to do. He said, you go to the street called Straight. Anybody understood that yet? When you get born again, the Bible said, I'm put on a road that is straight and it is narrow, and brother, it'll lead to him. I want you to figure, if you don't know in your heart tonight where you're at, friend, you need to be by Jesus. See, Paul changed where he was to a new place. 
And the Bible said he there for three days prayed and prayed. Blind as a bat. And he prayed. And about the third day, the Bible said, oh, Ananias had got a word from God. And he went to walking in there. He come into that little house on that street called Straight. He said, Brother Saul, <laughs> he said the Lord that did all this. To, he said the Lord has sent me that, I, that you might receive your sight. Let me tell you something. When you get into the right place, when you get into the place that is by him, you're going to experience the goodness of God. Amen. And may I say to you tonight that the goodness of God ain't just on Mondays. Right? It ain't just on a Wednesday or a Sunday. When, when you get into the place that Moses got into, brother, that's good seven days a week. It'll help you. It, it'll strengthen you. It'll bless you. It'll encourage you. It'll, it'll, it'll help everything that is wrong in your life. But, but you're going to have to make a choice tonight. You can't live in the world and by Jesus. He said you can't love both. Said you hate the one, love the other. You can't love us both. Anybody that's a friend of the world, an enemy of God, you hear me tonight? You're, there's a lot of Christians tonight in a dangerous place. They're in a dangerous place spiritually. They're messing with, they're messing with stuff they don't know how to control nor stop. And yet all you got to do to just go back to the place by him. That place where you left him, that place where you walked away, he's still there. What a good place. The place where, where Jesus is. Come get us home. He said, Moses, I, I can't let you look on me. That's really what Moses wanted to do, I believe. I believe he wanted to see God. He said, I can't do that. He said, and you live anyway. He said, you, you can't handle it. Your flesh can't stand it. My glory and my holiness would annihilate your flesh as a fire does a log. He said, you, you wouldn't be able to handle it. He said, but there's a place by me. He said, I got a place though. I got a place that I can put you he said, it's solid, it's safe, and it's sure. Everything, everything that your heart desires, he said, I promise you, you're sure to get it in this place. I think the devil's convinced a lot of people that they can, they can get all the peace and all the joy and all the strength and all the help that they need and yet still live in the world. And it won't work. It won't work. You're just fooling yourself. It won't work. But you as a child of God will come to the place that you recognize this is not working. And then you've got a choice to make. Because that place you left, it's still there. It's still yours. And you can go right back by Jesus. Let's stand as we sing. I don't know your heart tonight, but...
I'm going to bid you an invitation because you don't need to live not one more minute if you're not in the place by him. Now, you can rationalize, you can justify, you can, comp- you can do all these kind of things to try to convince yourself that I can do it both ways. I can have it both ways. I can live like I want to live in the world, and I can still serve Jesus. That's not scriptural, which means you're fooling yourself. You're lying to yourself, or you're believing the lie of the enemy as he's telling you that. What you need tonight is you need to make up your mind that I am tired of this place I'm in, and I want to go back to the place where he is. Because there ain't a better place than with Jesus. Where you at spiritually tonight? Where you at spiritually? Are you out there on the edge? Is the Holy Spirit bidding you, come on in? Come on in here. Has the Holy Spirit been dealing with you? Saying you need to you need to step on back all the way. You need to get back to the place by me. And I'll bless you. That's what he told Jacob. He said, if you go back, he said, I'll bless you. Where you at tonight spiritually? Don't miss this. You need to get back to that place where your heart is again full and your service and your commitment to God is unquestioned and you exalt Christ and live for him with all of your heart. It's your choice to make as we sing.